Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. John, J. Will, Zubin. I love Booger, man. ESPN Radio. Barton Hahn. You know puppies. He said Cam Newton skipping rocks. <laughs> Chris Candy joined us here skeet, skeet. in the studio uh, as Once well. on Instagram, you can't catch a receiver. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear hotline. So as, as we talk about the quarterbacks and the New York situation and earlier talking about how in Mel Kuyper's mock that now the Jets are, would be taking Zach Wilson at number two, the quarterback from BYU. His pro day is Friday. For anybody who cares, who wants to watch that and see whatever you need to see, but it's well, we still Mel's that watching. it's still that on, ongoing debate. <laughs> right, Mel is not watching. It's that ongoing debate, though, about do they need a quarterback because they just drafted one, they moved up to draft one, and Sam Darnold has Sam Darnold ever really had any stability to show what he can do, or should he have shown by now what he can do? But if you think about all the teams that have a question mark of who's going to be the starter for Week One, the Jets are on that list with a bunch of other teams that we'll discuss later. But the Jets are on that list, maybe at the top. You have no idea who their starter is going to be. But maybe we do. Corey Davis, wide receiver, signed with the Jets. And guys, first of all, if there's a team that has a question mark at quarterback and you're a wide receiver, why you would sign with them unless, of course, they're overpaying you? You, you wonder, like, what, what does he know? Right. Well, Corey Davis, when he met with the media, kind of suggested that he might know something about the Jets situation, and maybe it is Sam all along. My understanding that, you know, is the guy. You know, that doesn't scare me away at all. You know, I've seen Sam do great things and, you know, I have all the belief in him and um, you know, whichever direction they decide to go, it's 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 on me to, to make sure that I'm ready. My understanding, he said if you didn't hear it, it was a little choppy, is Sam is the guy. Was he told something? Was this something that he had to understand before signing? Is he speaking out of pocket? What do you guys take from this? I mean, I don't know what Chris' experience was, but whenever I was a free agent, which I was a free agent twice, I definitely wanted to know what type of system we were running, and I wanted to know who was going to be my coordinator, who was some of my pieces. So I would assume that Corey Davis, who understands that his success rests on the system that he's in and also the person that behind center pulling the trigger. So the fact that he said that to me maybe is a peek behind the window or behind the curtain that maybe it was some assurances that maybe Sam Darnold is the quarterback or better. And when I say or better, that means either we're going, you're going to have Sam Darnold or we're going to trade for Watson or maybe, maybe we can make ourselves just as attractive for Sierra. I mean, Russell Wilson. <laughs> Listen, the only assurances that Corey Davis needed was the $12.5 million a year that the Jets are paying him. That's what, what it comes down to, man. Okay. It's, it's ultimately about the money in free agency, right? Because this is, this is your best chance at being able to maximize your abilities as a player in the NFL. So guys aren't going to leave money on the table even if it is a guy that's playing a position that's dependent on the quarterback. Yeah. So when Corey Davis is looking at the guaranteed money that he's got from the New York Jets and what Joe Douglas has on the table, for him that's hard to pass up. So when he makes the decision to sign on the dotted line, he's going to toe the company line when it comes to what their status is at the quarterback spot, which is why he said the incumbent Sam Donald is the quarterback. But, you know, Chris, but he got good money. He didn't get great money. Well, he's not right. a great receiver. Yeah, but you look know, at the receiver market. The whole market is depressed. Yeah, yeah. So but, for Corey Davis, to me, that looked like a win. What he signed for with the Jets, 
Could be, man. I could be wrong, yeah, but could I mean, be, yeah. were you luck? Juju got a one-year deal. Yeah. Fuller got a one-year we're seeing deal. A lot of, a lot of teams were saying, I'd rather yeah. do this in the yeah. draft than do yeah. this through free agency. Exactly. Well, so Juju's, you Juju's, Juju's smart. Like, I know people like oh, talking about, about dancing the logo. So he understands that the Steelers are going to have more salary cap money than anybody almost next year as all that money comes off the books. He's going to be there and say, I played the good soldier. He's going to get paid, man. Juju, I'm proud of you, boy. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776 on this topic. And, of course, as we were asking throughout the show, your team's worst free agent signing and why. And it doesn't have to just be the NFL. It can be in, in any sport. That's on at KeyJ and Z as well. We'll read some tweets as we continue to collect them. But let's stay in New York. Let's go to Eddie in, in New York on this topic about who to take with number two. Eddie? Eddie? Man, he got that singular or T-Mobile. Come on, Eddie. Yeah, Where you at, Eddie? We got the ill communication. All right, <laughs> we'll wait on Eddie, or maybe maybe Eddie didn't want to wait on us one way or another. But still, I, I keep looking at this when it comes to the Jets quarterback situation, and I keep saying, do we really know everything we, we need to know about Sam with considering just how volatile that franchise has been right. in his three years since he, since he was drafted? Every single year, two different coaches. Right. He had, obviously, his own issues with mono and injuries and everything else, seeing ghosts, terrible right. offensive line. Right. Really, the offense itself year. was nobody understood it. Yeah. So do we know what he is, and are you that comfortable with moving on to get another unknown in Zach Wilson, who I'm not – I know everybody else seems to be raving about him. Greeny told us earlier that he feels like he's the guy all along. Field Yates as well. Yeah, now Kuiper has him in the mock. <laughs> Why, why am I the one, when I watch him, I feel like, whoa, whoa I, I don't know about this guy. Well, hoping that I'm still on this show tomorrow. I mean, we can make a whole damn list about guys that were supposed to be great, whether it was Locker, Blake Bortles, all these guys that played great, that had so much potential, that, listen, we're geniuses, Mitchell Trubisky. I can go on and on, right? We just talking about golf, you know, who got traded, so uh, Wentz as well. So we, we've seen this movie before. So if Sam Darnold was in this draft, where would he be? Where would you play Sam Darnold's draft? Probably behind Trevor Lawrence. So why go out and go get another would you? unknown? No, that, that, that's the question I have. Would you place him behind Trevor Lawrence I would. with all of the information that we have now? Like, I get that Mel Kuyper and Todd McShay are basing it on the grade they had on Sam coming out in 2018. But yeah. the three years that he played in the NFL also matter, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. see, for me, so for me, right? You know, because I have to do Jets pre and post. Like, when you look at Sam, I think he showed God enough. God bless you for that, by yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, you know, the Giants haven't been much better, uh, just, by the I, way. I, I can relate with him, by the way, on that stuff. <laughs> Till this year, though. But, 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 so, but, but what I'm saying is, right, Sam Darnold showed me enough special qualities his rookie year. Right, I understand the second year he was spinning the bottle, right? And then, listen, nobody can watch the stink of Adam Gase off, right? <laughs> so I give him a pass there. So I, I want to see. I want to see because we say, hey, man, trade Sam Darnold. Some of the places that we say we're going to trade Sam Darnold is San Francisco. Well, hell, what kind of system is the Jets going to run, right? It's going to be a San Francisco, Mike LaFleur um, type of offense that's based off of running the ball, zone running, play action behind. So we think that he's great for San Francisco. Then if I'm the Jets, I'm saying I'm not about to give him away and watch another Adam Gates quarterback go be great somewhere else. I'm going to go ahead and see if I can do it and kick the can down the road because if Sam isn't great, you can get rid of him. You still have two first-round draft picks this year. If you move down from two to eight or four, you're going to get their first-round draft picks next year. So that's going to give you 
three first-round draft picks. If Sam sucks, you can trade those three first-round draft picks for Watson or potentially maybe Russell's like, okay, well, they look a little better now that they've improved their team because they used two first-round draft picks to get great players. They got nine picks in the first ten. I anticipate they're going to package some of those to move back up and get talent and stack talent on top of each other. And all of a sudden, much like your Knicks and your Knicks, then now New York is a more attractive destination because it seems like they have – you know, adults in the room, right? And no, no more do we have like clowns in there making crazy picks, going get you know spending recklessly on free mm-hmm. agents. Yep. So now you're saying I'm a more attractive destination, and now I have options. And if Sam Darnold was great, and he he is who we thought he was, or who they believed he was was when they moved up for him, now you got three first round draft picks. If, and if he plays well and you say, hey, I want to go get Russell Wilson, you're actually saving money because if Sam balls out, he's going to get forty million dollars. Um, Russell Wilson contract, he doesn't make $40 million. So you turn Sam Darnold into Russell Wilson and you save $3 million annually. I mean, win-win. I mean, come on. I, I go to the school of Ozzie Newsom. I don't go to the school of all these other dudes that have been around incompetent general managers. I play chess, not checkers. So, Chris. Sometimes with, hungry hippo. With all of that, as Bart takes a breath, with all of that, <laughs> that he just broke down there. I'm telling you. He had that to moment. A, to a fine powder. Yes, he did. Yes, sir. But with that in mind. I, I've, the Jet fan in me goes, sure, this will be the year you say, okay, I'm not going to take a quarterback and you'll end up passing on, like, you know, a Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. right? Like, I'm not saying there's a Patrick Mahomes, but that draft that is happened, certainly that example. That happened. They passed on Patrick Mahomes an and Deshaun Watson for right. safety yes. that they traded because they didn't want to pay. Understood. Yeah. yeah so but other teams happened. did it as well because those guys didn't go till later. But the point, the point is, is that I do have that feeling of – Sam Darnold, give him another year. Like Bart just explained, you can kick it down the road and then next year make that decision and then see if you're more attractive, at least with all the other pieces that you're trying to put together and continue to make your franchise look like something that is no longer a circus with a new head coach with Joe Douglas in charge and more talent and more draft capital. But there's then risking, you know, you might not have another quarterback draft like this. You might not be able to find that other quarterback. So, Chris, which way would you go in this? Would you give Sam that uh, one more year? Do you feel like there should be, they should not be urgency for the Jets right now because they're not at a place where, like, get a quarterback and then we can just start winning? Which way would you go? Because the idea of getting a lot of capital with that number two pick could also help you build the team to get it closer to being a winner than by taking a quarterback at two and now having to wait for him to grow and and mature. Well, well, let's get one thing straight right now. Whether they stay with Sam Donald and get a bevy of picks for two or whether they draft a quarterback at two, the Jets ain't winning in 2021. (gasps) Have you seen the AFC? Blasphemous. I completely agree. Have you seen that division? You've seen what the Patriots Buffalo, Patriots got better again. And and the Dolphins are pretty good. And the Dolphins are coming. So, I mean, you're not not ready to win right now. So, you've got time. To me, if this is going to be a slow build, then it makes sense to reset the money at the position. Why guarantee Sam Donald's fifth-year option at $25 million for 2022 when you can reset the money at the position and you can have the most valuable commodity in the NFL, which is a starting quarterback on a rookie deal? Well, you'd have to believe in that guy you're taking. Right. Well, you, well, you here, have to believe it. Well, here's the thing. You haven't, you haven't seen anything in the first three years of Sam's career to give you enough conviction to pass on what Zach Wilson could be or what Trey Lance could be or what Justin Fields could be. One of the things that gets lost in this conversation about what the Jets should do is the opportunity cost that too and what those quarterbacks are going to become. So, I mean, I get that you worry about what Sam would be if he goes to another team, but if you're Joe Douglas, you can't let that dictate how you move. 
Because the reality is, if you don't have conviction Mm -hmm. that Sam Darnold is your quarterback for the next decade plus, then you got to pull the trigger on one of these young quarterbacks. Because, Allen, I do believe that this offseason represents the Jets' best chance at being able to answer the question of who their long-term answer is at the quarterback spot. Wow, okay, so it is right now. Hang on a second, Bart. I disagree more. All right, hang on a second. Hang on a second. KJZ. Barton Hahn, Chris Canny, presented by Progressive Insurance. Protecting your small business is a big deal. Cover what you've worked so hard for. Visit ProgressiveCommercial.com. It's 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We've got people that want to chime in. I know you disagree, but I want to hear what other people have to say as well because you took up a lot of airtime a couple minutes ago. Well, you Chris told me to take a out for a drink. was real swole, wasn't oh, yeah, it? Oh, yeah, yeah, And then when he was done, swelling, he was like, he's raising up in the chair. Like he took a knee after that. It was a great <laughs> explanation just saying that it was man, like. Man, you know what I got in this damn cup? Yeah, I, I'm all jacked up on Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. Let's go to Dave in New Jersey. Go ahead, Dave. Uh, good morning, fellas. I just wanted to say, you know, with, uh, and I wanted to quote uh, Keyshawn, and my condolences go out to his family, first Thank and you. foremost. Um but he, even even when it looked like the Jets had the number one, he still was, you know, I'll keep Sammy and I'll trade the number one. Uh, I believe his input is more valuable because he's a, he was a wide receiver. No offense to Bart and Candy, honestly. But I would go with Kyle Picks at number two. The at free number two? Showed that we can, yeah. Well, you don't have to. You don't, you don't have Dave, to. Dave, you wouldn't have to. You, you sell could, the pick. You could trade back to, to to anyone that would want to get into two. As long as you stay in the top ten, you probably still have a shot at Pitts. But I get what you're saying. You would use two in some way, and then you feel like Pitts would be a, a good weapon for Sam, and you want to build around Sam with more weapons. So that's what Dave wants to do. <laughs> All right, but how about, how about Joe in West Virginia? What do you want to do with it, Joe? Well, guys, I would draft Wilson, but I would still – what Sam's hit would be 900000 next year anyway. Our QB room's really thin. I'd keep Sam, start him as the day one starter, let Wilson sit behind – because Sam's a pro regardless. And then I'd start Wilson during the bye week. And, so you're saying that make it, a, because, make it a competition between two young quarterbacks then? It's not a competition. Well, it can't, it, it can't hurt because, I mean, Sam would have to, what, throw 50000 or – Quite a few touchdowns to get above eight and eight. That's not worth a, you know, forty million dollar a year contract. So well, you just let him know, hey, this what is what said. it is. But, but you understand that the Thank Jets you, have plenty of salary cap space. So listen, they don't have the money. They're not going to spend all the money anyway, right? They they could have spent just as much money in free agency as the Patriots did, right? But they 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 spent half of that. They spent seventy five million dollars, right? Bill spent one hundred and forty two million dollars. And the Jets have more salary cap space, right? They're going to have just as much salary cap space next, next year. They need to build this offensive line and move back. You got an opportunity to fill this spot with two of the best tackles in the game for 15 years. We just talked about how Patrick Mahomes, the baddest man on the planet, as Stephen A. would say, right? And what, how did he look without uh, offensive tackles, right? He looked pedestrian, mm-hmm. doing pirouettes, throwing underhand, throwing off one leg, no mechanics, right? So if you can go out there and you can go get a guy like Sewell and you can go out there and put him with Mekhi Becton in that zone-running scheme, which is the 49ers, which was born by Gary Kubiak and Shanahan, which you, it doesn't matter who's running the ball. It matters who's in front cutting up and getting to the second level. I do that. Right, we see all the successful quarterbacks in the league have a fortress in front of them. And you have an opportunity to get a guy that is being compared to Anthony Munoz. Now, the only way I say you go get a pitch or something like that, if you decide to take number twenty-three 
And we've been seeing a lot of insider trading this offseason. We see Miami and, and, and the Texans <laughs> flopping with each other. We see people trading with New England, right? All insider trading, right? Where's Martha Stewart? Martha Stewart, Stewart went to jail for that crap. But meanwhile, the, the Texans and the Miami Dolphins swapping picks. You don't give up a first-round draft pick and Isaiah Wilson for a seventh-round pick. That's why I blew up in your damn face. So I say, Joe Douglas, why don't you pick up the phone, look through your little BlackBerry, scroll down your contacts, and call some of your dudes. Call down to Baltimore. Say, hey, here's number 23. I'll take Orlando Brown Jr. Then I'll say, I got that fortress that I need in front of me. And then you can go get those luxury picks and you move back and you continue to put some talent around Sam Donald and have the opportunity next year. Listen, next year is going to be somebody that's the number one pick and you'll have three picks if you want to go young and reset the clock. But I'm gonna, if I'm a hedge my bet, I'm hedging on Deshaun Watson. I'm a, um, hedging on Sierra, a.k.a. Sierra Husband. Bart, Bart, before I get into my point, they, they still doing Blackberries? That's still a thing? Well, you know, Joe Douglas from the old school. He oh, aligned okay. me, you know what I'm saying? Right. He thought he was talking about Dave Gettleman. Yeah, he got, a, he got, a, ra- he got a razor, too. Yeah, that's your organization. <laughs> he, got, <laughs> he got some computer yeah, folks that's in the your, back. That's yeah. your guy who just got rid of his Commodore 64. No, here, here's what I was about to say, though. When it, when it comes to this conversation about Sam Donald, I'm not going to argue that the kid has had a rough go of it. Like, the organization failed him, right? They fired his head coach after his rookie year. They fired the GM that drafted him going into his second year, and they hired Adam Gase, of all people, to be mm-hmm. a quarterback whisperer after he was an unmitigated disaster down in Miami. So You know what he whispered? The, the, I don't know what I'm doing. Exactly. And then he blames all of his players, saying that the call isn't the problem, the execution is the problem. Mm-hmm. That's a terrible head coach. But anyway, what I'm simply saying is this. All of those things being true, that still doesn't mean that Sam Donald can play quarterback. Like, we still have no idea. And so I just I look at a player that's had more turnovers than he has passing touchdowns going into his fourth year. There's no doubt that Sam Donald should be far further along than what he already is. I mean, there aren't too many quarterbacks who, after three years, we don't believe, you know, whether or not they can play or not. Like, it's not too many quarterbacks that not, we say no he's going to be a good he's going to be a good player. It's not too many quarterbacks we say are going to be good that we haven't seen something in the first three years yeah. that would suggest, yeah, this guy's got something. Yeah. Like, that's the problem that I have with Sam Donald. We haven't had enough of those flash moments. There hasn't been enough consistency for me to justify passing on taking a quarterback with the second overall pick in a quarterback-rich draft. Well, I'll tell you what, you could – Me and him see two different things because I think his rookie year, what he did against Washington – I mean, what he did did against Houston. And And the Green Bay game. Yeah, and then what he did against Green Bay when he had had an okay personnel around him – to me, was enough to suggest that if he gets more weapons, that he can do a lot more. And I don't have to pick now. I just want to give myself options because I just want to see what Robert Sala and his staff can do if you put some weapons around him. And if he's not good, you can just get rid of him next year. It's okay, the worst so those, place to so be those, as a franchise. Yeah, yes. a, a quarterback this young, unproven, that you moved up to draft. He's and, younger and than Joe Burrow. Make, and you've got to make a decision on him because you have another high pick with a jet. This is the worst. Is there another franchise that has a, a decision as compelling and also as damning yeah, as this one. Yeah, Miami. Oh, well, do they? No, well, I mean, the Arizona Cardinals drafted a quarterback in the top ten and then came back the next year and drafted a quarterback well, it's worked first, out. They, first they, overall. Well, they also got a coach, though. They, got, they have the synergy with the coach and obviously Kyler Murray. But, the but, reason but, why they did it, the Jets aren't in that place. It's not like they hired somebody that wanted Sam Darnold or, or the, some, they're hiring somebody that's like, no, no, Zach Wilson's my guy. I've already coached him. Yeah. That's not the scenario you're in. This is I can't think of another team in the NFL right now that has a decision this damning that it it really will be damned if you do damned if you don't. 
Yeah, but I feel like that's more of an indictment on the previous regime rather than it would be on Rob Sala Usually and to is. a degree Joe Douglas. Because yeah. Sam Donald isn't Joe Douglas's guy. Like, right. he inherited him. So I think that there's a way for them to spin it forward and save face a little bit. But, again, it has to come down to believing in the quarterback that you're moving forward Whoever with. it is. And here's the thing. I just don't know that we have enough evidence – over the first three years of Sam's career to have that kind of belief. Bart, you pointed out the games, his rookie year against the Texans, against the Packers. The I, would also throw in, throw I would also throw in the game against the Cowboys in his second year. That was an impressive win at home. But that's three games, four games out of three years. He plays yeah. spinning the bottle, man. Uh, it, it doesn't matter, Bart. We've got over a 30-game sample size, and, and Sam Donald still hasn't shown me enough for me to pass on yeah. One of these quarterbacks at the time. I want to grab one more call because I'm dying for your reaction to this one. All right, let's take Gary in New Jersey who has an idea. Go ahead, Gary. Hey, guys. How we doing? I like Bart Scott's idea of using the uh, draft picks to get some stuff behind Sam Donald so he can do it this year. And if all else fails, he doesn't do it this year, he could sign Nick Foles in free agency. Oh, no. <laughs> Tricky Nicky. I just Yo, put Nick no. on my list twice. Twice. Were you listening? You make it a third time? You just tuned in. I'm not going to let Thank Nick you, steal twice. See, I knew that would set you off. Come on, son. See, that's They're not passing on a quarterback at two. It's not happening. But You can book it. I'm guaranteeing it on the show. They're not passing on a quarterback. They're not doing it. You got to you got to you got a bat line to Florham Park like I, don't, I do. I don't I don't need one cuz guess what? Cuz guess what? If Joe Douglas passes on a quarterback at 2 for Sam Donald and Sam's not the guy, he going to be in the unemployment line. Yeah, but 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 if you but I if don't you need a but, bat but, line. But, but if you but, but if you pass on one and you listen, Deshaun yeah. Watson, Russell Wilson's going to be available next year. That's guaranteed. All right. So we were asking guaranteed. You, <laughs> We got guaranteed galore right now on the show. Write it down. I'm a Martin tree. On, Chris Canny in for KJZ ESPN Radio. So we asked your team's worst free agent signing and why. Here's a couple of Twitter responses. Will says Alexander Semin from the Carolina Hurricanes. He got seven years, thirty-five million. Played one year after signing the deal. Just one year. May Hemish. He said Mike Glennon with the Bears. He signed a huge him, deal, Glennon. and then they draft Mitch Trubisky a month later. Mike Glennon could have been on the list twice, too, because he stole in Tampa. <laughs> John says, twice. Eagles, DeMarco Murray. Ooh, DeMarco. That was – Yeah. And Chris B says one that we can all feel. Ready to flinch? Yeah. Tremaine Johnson. Yep. And see, I, I didn't want to correct Greeny. But, Tremaine Johnson cost but, more money. But, but Tremaine, yeah, he was, he was more expensive than Le'Veon Bell. He was yeah. $85 million. You were yeah. afraid to correct Greeny? Nah, listen, it's I fear. Them There's fear there. It feels weird it's to do that, right? Like, it felt weird to do that. Yeah, it felt weird yeah. to welcome him in when he walked in the studio. He was looking at me like, am I okay? I'm like, what do you mean, are you okay? Like, yeah. like, I'm going to need a credential. You're Patrick Ewing in this building. Exactly. This is your house. Exactly. I, I, want, I want him to be more swagged out, man. I want him three buttons down, man. Show off that yeah, baby he was, chest. He was trying to do that, which got real uncomfortable. <laughs> hey, speaking of quarterbacks, what are the Packers doing with their MVP? We'll get to that next. Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin. It's Barton Hahn with Chris Kenny, ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. 
With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. KJZ, Barton Hahn, Chris Canny here with you today. Why so you guys, have last a number by your name, man. What's my? I have a number by your name, your social media. Never mind, man. Everybody, we got 9957. You need to add a number to your name, man. Go to your D. All the different numbers. I didn't. I did, he didn't really. You have played the ball? Yeah, I, I barely, barely got out on the court. So it's just. I was happy to have a uniform. I didn't even know my number because I never <laughs> saw <laughs> it. The warm up cover. What, whatever's left over. <laughs> <laughs> whatever the equipment manager. It was got. weird. It was a surprise. It was, it was like a gender reveal. Was, <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Hey guys, last season Aaron Rodgers became the third player in NFL history to lead the league in passing touchdowns. Well, <clears throat> excuse me, while throwing the fewest interceptions. I'm so choked up. According to Elias, so you had Tom Brady in 2010, Johnny Unitas in 1958. Stats Incredible, brought to you by My Computer Career, training for a better life. So Rob Domofsky, who covers the Packers for us for ESPN, joins us right now on the Goodyear Hotline. Rob, thanks for joining us. And as we were reading your story today, we talked about it at the top of the show. Interesting situation going on continually. The beautiful mystery with Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. So why didn't they restructure his contract? Well, they haven't done it yet, and that's the key word. Uh, I asked the source in the organization yesterday if it was still possible, and they said possibly. Hmm. Now, here's the thing, though. With that $6.8 million roster bonus that was due last Friday, they could have restructured, turned that into a signing bonus, and gotten all this cap space relief, like $4.5 million, which they desperately need. The fact that they didn't do it, again, is another sign that you wonder – if they're just living year to year with him and don't want to make a long-term commitment, because if they did turn it into a signing bonus, it would push more money into future salary caps, which would then make it harder for them to move on and turn it over to Jordan Love, say next year, if they wanted to do that. Yeah, Rob, that's one of the things that I was wondering. When teams try to lower a guy's cap hit, they restructure, but some teams are also doing ex- extension, a la Tom Brady down there with the Tampa right. Bay Buccaneers. I know that was one of the things that people suggested could be on the horizon for the Packers, especially after Aaron Rodgers expressed his yeah. discontent after that loss in the NFC Championship game. So i got to ask you, how likely is it that the Packers try to do an extension with A-Rod this offseason? Well, here's the thing, and that's a great question. The sense that I get is that Rodgers wants to be a long-term guy. He doesn't just want to live uh, in a lame-duck quarterback situation. The way to do that, obviously, is with the contract. Now, you could say, well, he's under contract through 2023, which is true, but they can start getting out of it any time now and pick up salary cap space. So he just wants assurances. Now, they've given him verbal assurances, saying things like he's our quarterback – 
for now and the foreseeable future. But you guys know as well as I do that the foreseeable future is this vague term that in the NFL, nobody really knows what it means. Don't tell me you love me. Yeah. Show me you love me. Well, well and, and also we know the, yeah, exactly. same, the same thing to make you laugh, make you cry. Now, I think when Aaron Rodgers looks at Jordan Love, he sees himself, right? And in this movie, he's Brett Favre, mm-hmm. and he wants to make sure that, hey, I'm still playing at an MVP level. Uh, I want to make sure that I have those insurances. But on the flip side, for them to make those verbal commitments to Aaron Rodgers, what are they saying to Jordan Love? And what does that mean for his future? Is he potentially going to be a Jimmy G where Aaron Rodgers forces their hand and says, commit to me and find another destination for this kid? And how important does that mean for him to get on the field so we can see what he looks like? Well, that's exactly it. And that's why they need preseason for Jordan Love. They need preseason for a couple of reasons. One, to see what he is, because we didn't get it. We got, what, two weeks of training camp last year? And from what I saw, Jordan Love has a long way to go. Not that he can't get there, but Aaron Rodgers didn't exactly light things up in his first training camp. And remember, Rodgers sat three years, right, behind Favre, guys, three years. That that doesn't seem to happen these days anymore. Uh, and, and the Jimmy G comparison, I think, is interesting because if they drafted Love um, as, as sort of a – we, maybe we'll get two shots at replacing Aaron Rodgers. Then we could see the Jimmy G situation where the Packers do end up moving him. The difference is they used a first-round pick on him, and they're probably not going to get that return on their investment if they did decide to trade Jordan Love. But the bottom line is we haven't seen Love do anything other than play the scout team and that's why this offseason and this summer is so important. <laughs> Are they going to be filming practice? <laughs> Putting practice on YouTube, leaking the practice tape? Oh, look at that 707. That boy balling. Rob, we appreciate you. By the way, that's a hell of a backdrop you got there. We always like to rate them. Good is that mahogany? Stuff. Well, thanks. Hey, and guys, if you're talking about numbers, mine would, would have been 30 because I got in when it was up 30 with 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> well, well played, Rob. I can relate, no doubt about that. Everybody Robbie gets Nossi. a trophy. Yeah, well, guys, let, let's just, again, let, let's talk about, and Rob, thank you again. We appreciate the time. Thanks. Let's just talk about the situation now because I feel like if you're Aaron Rodgers, I, I know what Rob said is he wants to finish his career in Green Bay. He wants to stay there a long time. My answer is why? Like, look what Tom Brady just did. Go ahead, give me my freedom. Let me go find my, as Bart said, 49ers, kind of ready-built team that if I step in, win a Super Bowl. Like, why not, if you're Aaron Rodgers, just say, okay, then fine. Make this kid your quarterback then, and let's, let's just part ways now. Well, because the Green Bay Packers are one of the model franchises in the National Football League. Like, I saw this, and I couldn't believe it. Aaron Rodgers, as a starting quarterback, is 126-63-1. That means he wins two-thirds of yes. his games. They're a double-digit win team every, every year. year. So just because he doesn't like one of the business moves that they <laughs> made doesn't mean that they don't do business well. So if you're Aaron Rodgers, the grass ain't necessarily greener on the other side, but you're just hoping that they show you a little more green so they can guarantee that you decide when yeah. your time as their quarterback is going to be up, and it can be – dictated by you rather than them dictating the circumstances. That's funny because I was on the other side before Chris just said that. I think that makes him more like Tom Brady, right? Because the fact that he wins all those games, he puts so much pressure on on his back. And also the fact that he plays in a division with a Mitchell Trubisky, with a Kirk Cousins, with a a dysfunctional organization in the Lions. You can almost pencil in six wins every year. It's like Tom Brady in the AFC East. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It it makes him more like Tom Brady. But for for me, the, the fact that they're still putting enough weapons around him 
for him to be satisfied. Where, where Tom Brady had his frustrations is when Grunk left and he looked out there and they said, I got to kill Harry. Like, really? I'm, and then when he played the, the Tennessee Titans and they, he was just so overwhelmed and so overmatched that Tom was like, you know what, I'm not carrying this organization. And, you know, to the, the fact that um, Aaron Rodgers is still taking a lot of cheese off the taco. Right, so so the fact that he doesn't have certain weapons is because he's taking too much cheese off the taco. But I think if he's going to get out of here, he's going to be on the contract where Tom Brady contract expired. Yeah, it's a story that continues, and it's a curious one for Aaron Rodgers. It's like, is he ever really happy? I mean, that's that's the question. Is he ever really satisfied? And the Packers have to deal with it once again. Cam, Sam, and the Magic Man. Who will start and who will sit come Week One? We'll discuss that. After we talk about little DraftKings, UFC 260 is a can't-miss event. Can I say it's a can't-wait part? Yeah, Am I ten, allowed? Yeah, 10 cents. Cha-ching. Oh, good. And DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of UFC, is offering all players a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy MMA is easy to play. This is all you do. Pick six fighters, stay under the salary cap, pile up points for advances, takedowns, and more. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your, your funds at your convenience. Download the DraftKings app now. Use promo code KJZ to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes throughout the week. That's code KJZ only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Riley in South Carolina, you're on ESPN Radio. Hey, what's going on, fellas? Hey, day one, listen to man. I'm a big fan. Hey, Jay, I appreciate your football acumen. Hey, Zubin, you the man. Key, I appreciate you and you was down there in Carolina too, baby. I appreciate that. More from Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Zubin next. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. But if you missed Bart's top five worst free agent signings, that was a little... Taste of it. We you had to check out his rankings on the KJZ podcast. Bart's rankings were brought to you by Merrill Guided Investing. Visit MerrillEdge.com slash investing goals. Merrill Lynch, Pierce, Fenner, and Smith Incorporated, both a registered broker, dealer, and investment advisor member, SPSIPC. Went cross eyed there for a minute. Bart. Yeah, that was an epic moment there. Th- is that we a have first? More coming. We, we did. We have a first. That was the first on all lists, I believe. A repeat offender on both lists. Yeah, that's the first time I've seen something like it's, that. Yeah. And the trifecta of the fact that that repeat offender also happens to have a statue and a Super Bowl ring. Yeah. So, yeah. tremendous MVP, all that other stuff. So, Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. It's Barton Hahn with Chris Canty on the show today. And as we've been talking about quarterbacks and everything else, this is a definitely a list that needs to be discussed. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. So, 
Why don't we right now play a little QB or not QB? Oh, see what you did? Did that for Chris. He's getting married. That's why he got the gun show. <laughs> You're right. You're right. You're right. QB or not QB, are you ready to respond? I'll give you the team and the quarterback, and you tell me if this will be the week one starter, okay? All right. Let's begin right here in New York. In the Jets, Sam Darnold, QB or not QB? Sam, I am. I do like green eggs and ham. I'm going yes, absolutely. QB. Ain't no way he's going to be QB1 on week one. Forget about it. You can guarantee that the New York Jets are going to draft a quarterback at two. Guarantee it. You can book it. That Kenty, giant just not QB. Bartholomew Scott, QB. Moving on. New England Patriots. Cam Newton, QB or not QB? Oh, yeah, he will be the QB, but I think he's going to get replaced with a younger option later in the season. As he gets ready, he's making his offense, you know, idiot-proof and tailor-made for a young rookie quarterback. Matt I Jones. think it's going to be Matt Jones. Who? Matt Jones! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chris? Al Barton, I butt heads a whole lot, but not on this one. Okay. I agree with him. Cam Newton's going to be the starter. Him and Bill Belichick do have a good relationship. That's why Bill went out and paid him $14 million mm. on a one-year deal. So I think he'll be their starting quarterback, although they probably look to draft a young quarterback as well. All right, Cam Newton, QB. To Seattle we go, the Seahawks, Russell Wilson, week one, QB or not QB? My goodies, my goodies. Yeah, you know, Sierra, you stuck out of Seattle for one more year, and you can come over to the Big Apple and come with the big boys next year. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say Russell Wilson is the starting quarterback for the Seahawks, too. Even though Adam Schefter is telling us not to dismiss the possibility that he could be dealt this offseason, mm-hmm. a $39 million yeah. dead cap hit yeah. is a lot for the Heavy. Seahawks to stomach yeah. for a player that ain't playing for you. All right. I feel for you, Jamal. You're losing your QB. Russell Wilson, QB. To Miami we go. Uh-huh. The Dolphins, Tua, Tonga Viola, QB or not QB? Tua, Tonga Viola. That's one of the few things I can't pronounce. You actually nailed that. Yeah, well, that's because, well, I actually do have an economics degree. I was just playing, but, you know, I played down to a little dumb a little right. bit sometimes. So QB or not QB? Um, I think QB. I think uh, they have no choice. They try to. They want to make a trade for Deshaun Watson, but I think everything um, with Deshaun Watson is going to be put on hold. And I think that they're going to go and say, "Listen, we just drafted this guy last year. Let's see what we got in him. Now we just put some weapons around him. We gave him Will Fuller, stretch the field. If he can't be successful with Will Fuller and Devontae Parker and all the assets that we have around, then we're going to have to think about getting rid of him the next year." Yeah, he's going to be their quarterback week one. They rolled the dice when they drafted him last year in the top five. Like I just feel like. When a player was that close to that major injury that he had in Alabama with the hip, you need some time mm-hmm. to recover past that. I think Brian Flores and Chris Greer, their general manager, this is going to be their first honest assessment of what Tua is capable of in the NFL. All right, Tua, QB. To Chicago, the Bears, Andy <laughs> Dalton, QB. So disrespectful. Or not QB. Hey, man, this is a tough one, man, but I don't know what options they got. Tyrod Taylor's going. Hell, who are they calling back? Yeah, Jim McMahon is old as hell. I don't know who the hell they can call. I mean, is, is, is Kyle Orton available? Is he still alive? Where's Cutler? I don't know, man. Listen, by default, QB. All right. Uh, I, I don't like it. Mm. He shouldn't be the QB. He shouldn't be the QB. I mean, if you're signing up for all 16 with Andy Dalton, you got a well, problem. But we're just saying week one, Chris. Just week one. Yeah, but I don't know that. 
I'll say QB just because I don't know what other direction they're going to turn, but mm-hmm. they should be very aggressive about trying to find another week one starter. Okay. So, Andy Dalton, QB. Uh. The Vegas Raiders. Ooh. Derek Carr. QB or not QB? You know what? Derek Carr, I think he had him right there on the cusp. He's just one of those guys that's good but just can't make that next step to great. You know, I think this year he understands this is his last hurrah, his last opportunity to kind of say I can be the long-term solution. He's not a bad cap hit. I think Mariota behind him, you know, maybe a trade bait, you know, in the middle of the season. So I think it's definitely going to be Derek Carr, and I think Derek Carr is going to hold on to his job for the rest of the year. Yeah, Derek Carr is going to be the starter going into the regular season for the Raiders. I think Derek Carr is the new Matt Ryan line. What I mean by that oh. is, like, if a quarterback is better than Matt Ryan, then he's a good to great quarterback. <laughs> yeah. If he's below Matt Ryan, yeah. then you need to be looking to upgrade that position. I feel like Derek Carr has replaced. Place Matt Ryan. Yeah, yeah. He's the new Matt Ryan. We're going to call it the Derek Carr line. Man, yep. this is a fun game. I'm enjoying this. We continue. Is it me? Does it always look like he got eyeliner on? Yes. Yes, like it, it does. Yeah, like it he's does. like Looks Xerxes like he's a, or something. Uh, like he's like supposed to be a one of those Punk rocker. Movies. Yeah, and he's right. always looking to wear cut-off yeah, he shirts. Should, like he he's should always be, trying to do that. Should be an extra in a feral movie or something. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, it just, just follows me. I think Barton Hunt, Chris Candy playing QB or not QB. Week starters. Week one starters for these different question mark. Uh, teams with question marks at quarterback. How about we go to Nolens, to the Saints, hmm. Jameis Winston, QB or not QB? Oh, I, this, uh, I got to do the other hand. What are you doing? <laughs> oh, here we go. What'd yes, you, you Jameis go? Winston. Yeah, I'm hungry for some W's. Hold on, up dang signs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What you doing? Shout out to Q. What's up, Q? Right. What's up, O'Shea? You know what I'm saying? It's all good. But, but no, absolutely, man. Wait, you know, I, roll I, up you on know, the well, set. Well, no, Winston is hungry for some wins, right? He's set down. I believe he learned he's going to sit behind Sean Payton. He's going to be more patient. You know, the last thing you want to do to a guy like Jameis Winston man, is have a philosophy called quick. no risky, no biscuit. got to be quick. I got one more to get to. Okay, start. Yeah, yeah, okay, it, damn it. If Jameis can't get it done with Sean Payton, then his NFL it's career as a starter is probably a wrap. Yeah, I'm going to say he's QB1. Okay, QB. All right, 10 seconds for each of you. Last but not least, the Washington football team. Ryan Fitzpatrick, QB Um, or not QB, Bart? all in for Fitz magic on week one. By week six, he's going to be Fitz tragic. (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah, I'm with Bart on this one. He'll probably be QB1 to start the season, but you shouldn't sign sign up with Ryan Fitzpatrick as QB1 for all 16. They're going to beat them Giants, though. Mm. Oh, we'll see about that. No doubt about it. That was fun. I didn't happen that last game. year. <laughs> didn't I happen hope, last year. I hope the English accent be. worked as well. Gave it a try. Why not? Okay, so we take calls, which we like to do on this show. Your calls on the worst free agent signings ever is next. Keisha, ever, ever? Jay Will, ever, Zubin, ever? Barton Hahn, Chris Canty on ESPN Radio. Stay with us. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.